Hello and welcome to a special edition of Mike and I made Talk Tech. And today we're going to talk about the letter that has been released and signed by a bunch of luminaries like Elon Musk and uh, Steve Wozniak, Yuval Harari, the author Stuart Russell, the professor at Berkeley, all asking for a pause in AI research for at least six months to kind of, you know, reset and figure out what's going on because of the power of generative AI systems that particularly ChatGPT. And they have said that they would like a six month pause for any development of any AI systems more powerful than GPT-4. Amit, what's your point of view on this? I'm very cynical on this, Mike. I have two perspectives. First of all, I think it's a little hypocritical for the folks who've actually developed this to then go about and say, hey, look, this is how far we've come with the rest of you pause in your footsteps, right? So pause right where you are, don't move. It kind of reminds me of 1945, you know, the United States, we've developed the nuclear bomb and they're like, okay, we've done it. We've dropped it a couple of times. Nobody else do this, right? Nobody else had deserves to have this technology. So that's one thing. But it also is uh, a little too idealistic for me. Mike, I, I don't know what your thoughts are on this. Yeah, in theory, great, right? They talk about powerful AI systems should be developed only once we are confident about their effects. They'll be positive and the risk will be manageable. And by the way, this is not the first letter that the Future of Life Institute has released, right? You know, I remember in 2017, they released something about weaponized AI, and that was signed again by the, you know, many of the same people and Stephen Hawking, I think, also. My thinking of this is that it sounds great, but it's completely impractical. Enforcement is impossible. And it's not that it couldn't work in other fields. And, and the example that comes to mind is the Geneva Convention, right, on um, biological and chemical weapons, which was enacted in the 1920s after the horrors of World War One, right? And a, a bunch of companies side these things say, you know, this is really bad. We shouldn't be doing this, right? We shouldn't be using biological chemical weapons in war, and we're going to restrict it. And largely, it has worked, right? In, in, with 100 years... There, of course, have been cases of biological chemical weapons being used in warfare, but surprisingly few, right, considering what could have happened. And so it's been relatively successful, but the difference is clear, right? When it comes to a biological or chemical weapon, you can restrict the physical movement of those chemicals or biological agents, right? You can monitor them, you can test for them, you can screen for them. When it comes to AI, anybody in their basement with a powerful enough computer, which doesn't need to be that powerful these days, can do it. So how can you enforce this in a practical point of view? I think it's impossible. So there you have it, folks. A special edition of Mike and Amit on the famous, or as we feel, infamous letter asking for a pause to generative AI research. See all of you next time. Thank you very much. <laughs>